Black and White Radio. You're listening to The Lake. Because I feel that any music could have an influence on my style, even if I don't appreciate it, because it helps me to know what I don't want to do. This is music composer Martin Heine, today in Black and White Radio. Together we are voyaging through his wonders in life and music. Martin, you mentioned once that a recording doesn't capture music necessarily, but a recording creates a recording. What I mean by that is just that recordings and music are two different animals. Say for example if you had a musical score that asks you to speak in a normal speaking voice and you perform the score in front of a room of 50 people, then you would naturally be speaking in a fairly loud, clear voice in order to be heard. It would just seem adequate, it wouldn't seem loud. Now if I wake you up at 3 o'clock in the morning and speak to you in that exact same voice, I would for all intents and purposes be shouting at you. So it's easy to see that in different situations the same meaning uh, of sound is a, is a different thing in absolute measurement. same goes for all other parameters of music like how bright should the sound be how fast should the tempo be what are the acoustics like these things all interact with one another and in a recording what you aim for is to make them a coherent picture where all things are correct with each other but you don't know if they will fit the reality of the listener in a concert or a performance you can adapt it to the moment and thus make sure that everything uh, translates correctly, which is especially preferable if the listener doesn't know the music and uh, you're trying to present them with something that is new to them.
Welcome, Martin, on Black and White Radio, and thanks for sharing your thoughts on life and music with us. Thank you very much for the invitation and for having me on the show. You are a curious person. You're interested in many kinds and styles of music. What triggered you to dive so deep into it? One thing I remember from listening to music as a child is that all music seemed to come from the same well. And even though I can make all sorts of distinctions nowadays, I still feel connected to this first impression of not really feeling there being a difference between the different musics that I heard. Could I tempt you to give an example of something that is still sticking around with you? They are a German group from the 1920s. They were a vocal group, just with piano accompaniment. And um, they would have been like one of the first groups that you could buy a gramophone record of and take home and play. Okay, nice. It's called Veronika de Lenz ist da, and the group is called the Comedian Harmonists. at how impeccable everything is about the music, the rhythm, the melodies, the timing, the, the, the phrasing, the sound of it. Everything is just so right and they just had one microphone and, you know, a gramophone. What music style or musician, for example, triggered you to develop your own direction and philosophy in music? I can't answer this question directly because I feel that any music could have an influence on my style, even if I don't appreciate it because it helps me to know what I don't want to do. 
but even more so because I don't think that music necessarily comes from other music. If that were the case, there wouldn't be any music to begin with. But rather, music comes from any of the experiences that a musician may have. Um, maybe particularly those that you can't quite put your finger on or that you can't quite encapsulate in words. And um, if those find a reflection in music, then you will grab onto that and uh, you will use that. And uh, that's, a, that's a surefire way of knowing if something is musically right, if it has that quality. Of course, everyone has their lighthouses and people that they come back to and um, draw inspiration from. And for me, one of those people has been Miles Davis, whose music I discovered quite early on. This is from the album L'Ascenseur pour l'Echafaud. using very few notes. Could you give me an example of one of your compositions where we can hear these colors in his paintings back? The last track of my very first EP called Shady and Light mm -hmm. and it's called Renee's Arc. Mm. And I would never say that I can do it like Miles but um, I have sometimes come up with things with very few notes. You know, thinking of getting away with playing very little. And when I remember him, I, I know that that's okay.
when I listen to your compositions, I really sense that you're not ashamed to try out the infinite possibilities the guitar offers. So what does the sound of the snare instrument offers the perception of the listener and what possibilities can it give to the listener? Yes, the guitar is quite a curious instrument if you look at how it fits in with the other instruments. Every instrument um, has certain characteristics. It might be low or high or it might sound loud or soft. And um, another characteristic that I think is very important musically is how it carries the sound. For example, the human voice, I would say, carries the most. You start the sound, uh, you, you keep it going, you have to stop it, you can add coloration like vibrato, you have to pay attention to the pitch. All of these things need to be done by the performer when he sings. Uh, similarly, high carrying instruments are the trumpet or the violin.
So obviously this piece is full of high-carrying instruments, beautiful. But um, what are low-carrying instruments like and where in this spectrum do we find the guitar like, like about? On the other end of the spectrum you have things like the organ or the piano. Let's say you press down a key on the piano, then you don't quite know whether it's Maurizio Bollini or a paperweight. Um, all the other instruments kind of fall somewhere in between the spectrum. And the guitar scores fairly high on the carrying scale for an instrument that's also able to render polyphony like a keyboard instrument could. Not quite as well, of course, but, you know, to some extent. And uh, that's kind of the duality of what the guitar is capable of and that kind of needs to be, you know, explored. A wonderful example of this duality and explorations can be heard in the soundtrack from that man, composed by Neil Young, recommended by Martin. Here is guitar solo number one.
let's stay with the concepts of instruments and how they carry sound. The next piece we will listen to is Cold Carry by Martin Heine. Martin, you've done an outstanding job on how to carry sound. Um, this next piece that I'm going to play is called Carry for a similar reason, because it gives me this feeling that before I start playing it, I cannot stop it. I have to be able to make it through till the end because you cannot take a break in it and you have to be ready to carry it. I have likened it to the experience of swimming out into a lake quite far and knowing that you have to also have the energy to come back to the shore, which is not a problem, just keep that in mind.
you make your thing the universal thing. How do you support that idea musically? And how do you implement that awareness when you compose? I think it's important for an artist to listen to their own voice first and most. The only really guiding principle that you have uh, for what might be enjoyed is the thing that you yourself truly enjoy. And if you manage to listen to that own voice clearly, then that's your best bet of creating something that will have any value to a listener. So when listening to music or to a composition, how do you recommend to reach the universe of the inner self? It does depend on the willingness of the listener. So my advice for listening to music is try to be there at the beginning when it starts. Take that train. Um, if you happen to you know, fall off at some point, just try to get back on board. And, and you will be taken away.
You have been listening to two songs of Martin Heine. The first one was called Ferru. Could you tell me a bit more about the last one? With whom did you collaborate on this, if this is the case? This last piece is called Crest and Trough, and it's from a collaborative record that I made with my friend Ben Lucas Boysen for Thesis Records. It's a label run by the American visual artist Gregory Euclid, and he encourages collaborations. And uh, yes, Ben and I did this one for him. Let's listen a bit more to the music of Ben Lucas Boysen. Yes.
So while listening to this beautiful track from Ben Lucas Poison called Kinotep, I was thinking about the evolution of sound and the guitar and wanted to ask you what do you think music or sound will look like, let's say in 200 years? <laughs> well, I have no idea what the guitar will sound like in 200 years time. But I do suspect that it's mostly the sound that will change rather than the music. Uh, music relates to something uh, in the human condition more than anything else. And what changes is mostly the style and the sound around it, but uh, what is valid musically will remain valid. As the sound of the future, I would like to pick a track that is some 250, 300 years old by now. Uh, by Johann Sebastian Bach, it's a piece written for lute, which is interesting because he didn't play the lute, he played the, the organ and the violin. And um, he had an instrument that kind of looked like a giant lute that's lying on its back, like Kafka's bug, and um, had a keyboard so that he could operate it. And it was called the Lautenwerk. And uh, I think it's a very interesting sounding instrument because it kind of sounds like a classical guitar but has a very extended lower range. And uh, particularly in this piece, which is uh, the prelude from the Partita in C minor by Johann Sebastian Bach. I believe that listening to music affords the listener an experience of being human on a different level. And um, that in of itself, I think, is as essential a thing to community and, and to humanness as is education or good food. Thank you, Martin, for showing us around in your kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, this was Black and White Radio. Please have a look at the show notes to find out more about the music and the backgrounds. Martin, we would like to end the episode with a composition you would like to leave us with. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show, Nico. I really appreciate it. And um, as a last track, I would like to play my latest single from my upcoming album, which is called Open Lines, The Hall. 
the whole from Martin Heine. Thank you very much. Bye bye.
Black and White Radio.